Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. You don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is a playoff edition of 76ers Rewind, presented by GEICO. Time now to listen back to reaction from the team's most recent postseason game. There is still a whole lot of series left to be played, but this much after tonight's game is clear. The 76ers, if they continue to impose their will as they have gradually done in this series, culminating with tonight's 116-95 dub over the Toronto Raptors, they in all likelihood, and maybe sooner rather than later, will be competing for one of the four spots left in the league to get to the NBA Finals. Wow, what a showing by the 76ers tonight as the second-round matchup with the Raptors shifted to South Philadelphia. The Sixers did not disappoint. I'm Brian Seltzer. We are standing by, hopeful that we'll be able to bring you some of the press conferences following tonight's game. The 76ers wire-to-wire knock off the Raptors' first time since 2012. The Sixers have beaten Toronto in consecutive games. Joel Embiid was back, and by the end of the night, he was high-flying at some of his best. Plus 31 in 28 minutes, 33 points, 10 rebounds, 5 block shots, 3 assists. And what we're all going to remember most likely from tonight's game, that sequence after the Sixers saw their lead as big as 18 at one point, cut down to 7, 89-82. The Raptors were revving things up behind Kawhi Leonard in transition, getting some easy baskets. Sixers out of the timeout, regrouped got things going. They would end the game on a 21-3 tear and the back-to-back baskets of the Embiid and one, the Jimmy Butler open court jam for the and one and then Joel just tearing down the lane for that emphatic right-handed stuff, flying back down the court, arms outstretched, sending the 76ers into the night with a most auspicious win. I mean, this is the type of game, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, and I really try not to, um, but given the caliber of opponent and the way the 76ers were locked in on both ends of the court, it's the type of game that cannot... You can't help but think about what might be and how the Sixers, they've settled upon rotation. They're at relative full strength right now, and they are clicking. The chemistry is there. The, to borrow a phrase, optionality on offense, I mean, they had Toronto 
all out of sorts for most of the night. Yeah, the Sixers turned the ball over 13 times at time in costly moments in a few instances in bunches. But 13 turnovers, that's not bad for the Sixers, an improvement over the previous game for sure. And they just had Toronto scrambling back on their heels. There were just so many different weapons the Sixers could use. Jimmy Butler took the reins of the offense tonight. Ben Simmons played off the ball primarily. Jimmy was fantastic. 22 points, 9 rebounds, 9 assists, 3 steals, plus 28. Tobias Harris, very smooth game for him. All-around good floor game, 13 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 block shots. He was big for the Sixers as well. And whether it was the Sixers going downhill at the rim, they scored 52 points in the game, getting great looks outside, 10 of 23 from outside the arc, commanding the glass once again. They were plus 10 overall on the boards. They outscored the Raptors 15-3 to on second-chance points. The Sixers dialing up some good mid-range opportunities between the likes of Harris and Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid when the shots were available. James Ennis III continuing to be a huge presence off the bench for the Sixers with 10 points, five rebounds in the game tonight. A lot of activity for him inside making things happen. Right now, the Sixers, the options are better, the matchups are better, and their talent is winning out. Kawhi Leonard, 33 points. He turned it on in the second half, especially late in the third quarter, put a scare into the 76ers. Uh, he's just so good. Um, you are never going to be able to rest comfortably when he's out there on the floor and playing against you. Pascal Siakam had his chances, 20 points, 7 to 15 from the field. But 0 of 3 from outside the arc, the Sixers gave him that. He couldn't hit. After that, Danny Green hit three three-pointers early on. Nothing from there. Nothing from Marcus Gasol and Kyle Lowry in terms of scoring the basketball. The bench given the Raptors zilch, Serge Ibaka, not what the Raptors have needed. So the 76ers right now, just their talent is winning out. Toronto not getting enough outside of Leonard for sure and then followed closely behind him by Siakam. And the Sixers, they are imposing their will. And as I said from the start, it it certainly feels like right now the Sixers have all the momentum in this series. They went for a kill shot in the fourth quarter tonight to put the Raptors away. Two days off, Raptors, you'd figure, are going to regroup. They're going to come back strong. They're a very good team. But uh, right now, if the Sixers do what they do and concentrate on themselves, they are winning out against the Toronto Raptors. 116-95, the final score. We are hopeful to bring you some of Brett Brown's press conference in a moment. Tom McGinnis is coming up on the other side. You are listening to the postgame show. They always told Will he was too short to play basketball, but Will never listened. Will let his work ethic do the talking for him. Always in the gym, always running drills. Will knew where there was a will, there was a way, and he was Will. But then, after his second child was born, He realized the pros were all way better than him, so Will gave up and buried his high tops in a tearful ceremony. But one day, he heard that Geico could save him money on car insurance, so he switched and saved a bunch, which was awesome. 76ers all over the Toronto Raptors, 116.95. I'm Brian Seltzer, joined now by Tom McGinnis. Tom, am I riding too high saying that the 76ers, if they continue to impose their will like this, I mean, they very well in all likelihood, you'd have to say, could be one of the four teams left standing after this round. It's been an impressive build. It's been an impressive build, I might say. It's been very impressive. Where do I knock on wood, Marty, for Pete's sakes? No, it's been great. I thought you were going to say that they've had more talent in the series, and that certainly has borne itself out. But uh, we'll assess this game in further detail in a moment. But, you know, 
you got to come out in game four and you know Toronto's going to be like they're cornered you know what I'm saying so it's going to be you got to you got to play gritty otherwise you're right back where you started where they have the home court advantage so that's for another day this was an incredible performance Embiid was really like extraordinary Jimmy Butler was just fantastic and that combination when they're at the peak of their games then I, I would agree with you where the Sixers, especially with the talent, the surrounding uh, players like Ben and J.J. and Tobias and what you're getting from Ennis and the defense, then the Sixers certainly, they have uh, the, the expectations, yes, let them run wild. But, uh, again, this series is a long way from over. Two great games for the Sixers in a row. And now uh, I, this next game, you know, it, it's going to be it's going to be a battle royale. And just lastly, it, it's like the Sixers are kind of, I don't know if they're letting because they're not. They're trying to defend him with all their might, Kawhi Leonard. But you know he's getting his. But they are they're really doing a great job on the likes of Lowry and Gasol and Danny Green and you know three of twenty one in the last three quarters from three for the Raptors. A great overall defense for the Sixers, which put them in this position. Seventy Sixers beat the Raptors one sixteen ninety five. Hold Toronto to forty two and a half percent shooting. Seven of twenty seven from outside the arc. Tom, the Seventy Sixers holding the Raptors below thirty percent shooting for the series. Toronto after the trade deadline, the best three point shooting efficiency team in the NBA. What's impressed you more, the Seventy Sixers, at least in this game, their I, I'm struggling to find a different word for this. Optionality on offense. There were so many different ways the Sixers could attack the Raptors based out of that high pick-and-roll action we heard J.J. Redick talk about at the end or the way their defense is clamped down. Well, you'd have to say defense because I thought Toronto on multiple occasions made the extra pass, moved the ball, and you know they were trying to employ the good-to-great strategy where, say, it was you know from a corner, from Lowry, over to the wing to an open shooter, and they missed, and and that's the thing when you're when you're moving that ball around for any opponent, it, it's hard to cover all the spots. And and Toronto, they got some good looks that they just didn't make. But the Sixers' defense, I think, has really been been taunt. And again, and again, so they made an adjustment in the Brooklyn series where they weren't switching everything. They were trying to stay connect, connected to the likes of Harris and Dinwiddie, and and obviously Russell. And tonight. And it hurt the Sixers a little bit early on where Ben was trying to fight through screens. And, and when you go over the top, or however he was, you know, there was over the top, he tried to get through Gasol. Leonard, that, that little bit of space, he makes you pay. And he was the guy that, that kept him in the game close. And so, uh, you know, he, he's hard to guard whether you're doubling him or whatever the case may be. He's that talented. But overall, the Sixers' defense has been terrific. They continue to dominate on the glass. They really hurt Toronto in the point in the area of, of second chance points. Uh, so yeah, to your point about Toronto being the number one three point shooting team over the last two months of the season, and tonight they went seven of twenty seven, twenty six percent. And then you know, again to your point, the Sixers have made an adjustment where they're they're running a lot more pick and rolls with Jimmy Butler on the side with Joel, something that they did not implement very often in the regular season. And they're riding that dynamic duo to a 2-1 series lead. 76ers over the Toronto Raptors tonight, 116-95. to Joel Embiid, 33 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, 5 block shots. Jimmy Butler, 22 points, 9 rebounds, 9 assists. Bench has been great for the 76ers. Mike Scott was back. He played under 14 minutes, had 5 points. His two baskets came at key times, I thought, Tom, and slowed down Toronto runs. But James Ennis III has been an X factor in this series for sure. 
without doubt. And, uh, you know, he's good at corner threes. I don't think he had one tonight. But uh, not only his offense, but his his rebounding has been key. And there was that one play late in the clock where he was kind of inching in there for an offensive rebound. And, oh, by the way, Simmons, who's always looking to pass, found him down low for a, a chip shot down low right. It just shows you uh, the little things matter when you crash the glass, you set yourself up. And in this case, he actually got the basket and you know so but he's a wing defender and i think that's you know that's why he's in there instead of maybe tj and the Sixers have gone with with tobias and particularly jimmy as ball handlers initiating the offense that's why mcconnell has been out of the rotation a little bit but yeah the bench has been key and again like you know i mentioned this a couple of times but they're without og Ananobi, who's really active and has helped them he's been out with an appendicitis for over two weeks and then again, they lost to Lon Wright. Freddie Van Fleet, you know, has not been a factor in the series. Ibaka has been in difficulty. He had that flagrant foul on J.J. And, and Norman Powell, though hitting a late shot, those those three guys are their top bench players. And they've been, you know, again, you don't want to wake up a, a sleeping giant, but they've been non-factors totally in this series. And the Sixers bench, meanwhile, has produced and, and outperformed them so far. 76ers take a two games to one lead in their best of seven Eastern Conference semifinals with the Toronto Raptors, 116.95. Where, Tom, to ask you to put your astute coaching cap on, where does Toronto turn here? I mean, is it, this might be a very simplistic novice view, but they just got to make some of their more shots. I mean, the Sixers have defended well, but looks have been there. Serge Ibaka has come up empty in the lane at times. Marcus Solly finished two for six in the game. Kyle Lowry 0 for four from three, two of ten from the field. I mean, does it start with simple shot making? It starts with shot making, but then they got to be aggressors. Again, they won 26 times on the road. They they were seven games better during the regular season than the Sixers. And I, I honestly think, I think Masai in part picked up Gasol to be able to defend Embiid. And it's not working. You know what I mean? He's not, he's a very good player, but he is not the Sixers through that wrinkle where they're putting Harris on him. And so, you know, Gasol at, at his best of late at this stage of his career, I believe 34 years old, is a perimeter player where he could pick you apart and by putting a smaller player on him, Toronto's now bringing him inside, and that's kind of thrown a little bit of a loop. But, again, you've got to expect Kyle Lowry to play better. Uh, and this is this is not a closeout game coming up, but it is a desperation game for them. The Sixers, if they win three games in a row, would only have to win one then in the final three game in the series. As it stands, they have to win two of the next four games to win the series. So this is, like I said, Toronto painted into a quarter. They're not going away. They, they've been too good. I thought Siakam was not much of a factor in this series. And Joel's presence in the paint was, was so big. I mean, this, this type of game that he had, 33 points, 10 rebounds, and five blocks. If I'm not mistaken, there's only been like three in the playoffs, and the Beats had two of them. So, I mean, he, this is a dominant performance. He got back to where you expected him to be with the type of season that he had up until the All-Star break, where he was certainly in the conversation. I'm not saying he was going to win it, but as an MVP candidate up there with the likes of Harden and Giannis and Durant and others. But uh, his numbers, r- you know, ranked up there with anybody. And he is uh, he's a dominant player when he's when he's playing like this at both ends of the floor. 
All righty, great call by Tom McGinnis in tonight's Game 3 win, 116.95. Looking forward to hearing those highlights coming up in a moment and looking forward to speaking with you, Tom, for a matinee huge afternoon game on Sunday. 76ers looking to seize a firm grip on this series. Should be fun. All right, thank you, Brian. Good night. 76ers overpower the Toronto Raptors down the stretch, 116.95, playing like this. 76ers, an awfully tough team to beat, and Toronto is showing that to be the case. No answers for the Sixers tonight. Great game all around. We'll hit the highlights on the other side. This is the Post Game Show. Your home is important. That's why GEICO helps make it easy to save on homeowner's insurance. Because home is more than just a place. Home is where you have a cute little reading nook for those rainy days when you want to curl up with a good book, but you don't even read, so you just sit in there during thunderstorms and scroll through memes on your phone and laugh in the darkness. (laughs) The GEICO Insurance Agency could help protect the dark, meme-filled corner you call home. Call GEICO and see how easy it is to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. 76ers, Toronto Raptors, Game 3, and a monstrous performance by the Sixers tonight to take a two-games-to-one series lead. I'm Brian Seltzer. Let us hear how the 76ers put it together. First game of the second round in South Philadelphia, Joel Embiid with a couple days off, and he was ready to play. Embiid fakes a three. Now a jab step. He will shoot the three. And it's in! Embiid pours in a triple, and the Sixers lead 9-3. to three. Joel Embiid with five points, knocking down the three. The Sixers are three of four from the field. 76ers jumped out to an early seven-point advantage midway through the first quarter. Raptors came charging back, and the lead was 32-29. 76ers going into the second. Ben Simmons with a forceful play. And now here's a backdoor by Jimmy. Into Ben, and Simmons jams it. Lowry still complaining about that lack of a cowl. Meanwhile, Ben Simmons with a two-hand jam. Eight-point game. It was Jimmy running the show on offense tonight for the 76ers, diamond him out, as you heard right there. And then down the stretch of the first half, Jimmy got involved in the scoring act himself. Here's Kawhi Leonard into the lane. Leonard has it taken away by Greg Monroe. Little too confident there. Bad with the loss. Jimmy with a jam. Oh, yeah. Sixers basketball playoff star. Villa unite. The Sixers with a slam. 10-point game, 52-42, 76ers led by 11 at intermission, 64-53, third quarter. Jimmy Buckets getting himself some more. Simmons baseline right, back out to Jimmy. He fakes, he drives, runner by Jimmy Butler. Ribbing, good! He went into the lane at the dotted circle off the left foot, rises with the right knee, right-hand shot, teardrop over to Stahl, counted, it's good. 76 was led by 18 at that point, 75-57, but the man named Kawhi Leonard started to rev things up for the Raptors. They got some open floor opportunities, and with a technical foul that was called against the 76ers to start the fourth, the Raptors had suddenly cut the deficit at 1.18, as I said, down to 7, 89-82. Game was at a crossroads, 76ers blew the red light, and they ran through the stop sign as well to really take command. Joe out top. This time he does shoot the three. And in. It beat now. Three for three from beyond the arc. And that gives the Sixers a 12-point lead. And they are winning the battle of threes. They have 10. 94-82 by the end of the night. The 76ers are winning the battle of just about everything else. Stay tuned right now. This is 45 seconds of Tom McGinnis phenomenalness. Embiid in the lane goes up. Right hand left. Good and a foul. Jimmy Butler with it. And Joel Embiid. Saluting the crowd underneath the basket to our right. 
Jimmy Butler on the run out. He's got Gasol to beat. Jimmy down the lane. He jabs it and a foul on Gasol. Jimmy Butler is helping the Sixers run away from the Toronto Raptors. Simmons to Joe. Embiid faking a three down the lane. He rammed it in. He windmills a slam. This game is over. Embiid dunks it. Toronto not even taking timeout. It's 110 to 84. Joel Embiid just windmilled a jam in a playoff game. Oh man, are you kidding me? No kidding at all, as we said, phenomenalness. Those three scoring plays in back-to-back-to-back fashion. 76ers, a 21-3 run to blow the game open to the tune of 110-84. to Great stuff. The numbers speaking for itself tonight, 76ers in the 116-95 win. Shoot over 51%, hold Toronto to 42. Sixers 10 of 23 outside the arc. Toronto 7 of 27. Sixers plus 2 from the free throw line, plus 10 on the glass. 15 to 3 on second chance points. 52 to 36, outscoring the Raptors in the paint. 13 turnovers by the 76ers. A great step in a good direction. Kawhi Leonard finishing with 33 points, tying his fellow All-Star Joel Embiid for the game high, but Joel Embiid also with 10 rebounds, 3 dimes, and 5 block shots, plus 31 in 28 minutes. 22 for Jimmy Butler to go with 9 rebounds, 9 assists. He was outstanding operating the offense for the 76ers. A lot of pick and roll action between him and Joel Embiid. Big in the Sixers win tonight. J.J. Redick with 15, Ben Simmons with 10, 7, and 7. He continued to make Kawhi Leonard work for it. Tobias Harris, 13, 8, and 5. James Ennis the third. 10 points off the bench to go with 5 rebounds, plus 20 for Ennis in 24 minutes. Mike Scott came back with 5 points in the game. 76ers wire-to-wire win. They now have a 2 games to 1 advantage in the 3, uh, I beg your pardon, in the best of 7 Eastern Conference semifinal series. And these two squads will do it again on Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock. Brian Seltzer saying so long for now and final time the final score. 76ers roll past the Raptors to a 2 games to 1 series lead, 116-95. You've been listening to a playoff edition of 76ers Rewind presented by GEICO. Be sure not to miss new episodes following each game of the postseason. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Uh Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.